Philip Bateman, Bravo Charlie filming down here at Ace Tie with Matt Finnis, CEO of the St Kilda Football Club. And Matt, you just gave a wonderful presentation, a very inspiring one about sport and essentially the leverage business can access and the relationship building between nations. You've just been on a 12-month journey to plant the flag in Shanghai. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah, so we've, we've uh, taken one of our, our premiership season uh, games of, of Australian rules football and, and played that in Shanghai um, uh, for premiership points. So it's a, it's a big venture for us to do that. Um, but ultimately, it's us putting the flag in the ground and, and uh, starting a conversation. Um, with Chinese Australians, um, but also uh, with businesses, and that's uh, Chinese businesses coming to Australia, but also Australian businesses going to China, and and uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for us to uh, to grow our football club and uh, to take our people with us uh, on a new journey uh, into new shores. And when you say your people, which people are we referring to? Well, I'm talking about our players and our coaches and our staff. I'm talking about our fans. Uh, I'm talking about our sponsors uh, and our corporate partners as well. And uh, um, you know, one of the great things about AFL football, it's Australia's game, um, but uh, so many people are passionate about it. It provides a, a wonderful platform to build relationships and ultimately to do business. And uh, we think that uh, we can expand that platform uh, globally. And, and what better place to do it than in China, which is... Uh, you know, increasingly becoming Australia's most important uh, trade and commerce partner. As the CEO of the organisation, you have the remit of the board, you have the figurehead position where people are going to look to you when things go wrong or things go right. How do you balance the need to deliver for the fans at home with saying to everybody, we're going to China? Yeah, no, look, I think a part of any CEO's job is to ultimately grow the business, uh, you know, because to be able to, you know, in order to be able to keep being competitive, you need to be able to invest um, in your football program. And for us, uh, the China strategy is a way for us to grow our business. You know, we're taking our brand globally. Um, we're developing new partnerships with businesses here in Australia and overseas in China. And that ultimately allows us to grow our organisation and ultimately invest back into our football program. And that will make our football program more successful over time and and deliver the premierships that our fans uh, you know are so keen for us to deliver hmm. and anytime I see a picture like the pictures that were on the screen behind you essentially the athleticism of the modern player is just phenomenal I mean you've got partnerships with Swiss you talked about the, the brand Australia taking AFL to the world or to China in this case um, because you know one in five people are going to be Chinese in the on the planet so we have a lot of Australians that are Chinese um, what is Brand Australia to you and how does the AFL tie into that? Yeah, well, I think that um, part of, uh, of um, the appeal of Australia you know, in China is it's about being clean and green and healthy and and uh, and we think that uh, you know when you think about the the vitality, the fitness, the strength, the mm. you know these young Australian men and women who are playing AFL mm. are amazing ambassadors for Brand Australia. You know, yeah. they're they're um, they're living that lifestyle, mm. and so um, you know we think that allows um, us to share that aspect of Australian culture mm. uh, in China, which then grows. Uh, I think the broader narrative around Australian business and tourism and opportunities mm. for all Australian businesses, and yeah. uh, you know the Victorian government has recognised that, and and you know they're partnering with us on this enterprise, and and then we also see Austrade and you know the federal government and Tourism Australia involved as well. So I think everybody can see the potential mm. here, and you know it's just about being brave and courageous enough, mm. um, to, you know, to put your flag in the ground and and um, and lead the way, and and hope that others will will come on that journey with us. Yeah. 
and for leaders of other sporting organisations out there, what would you say to them? Um, I'll let's say we're very still you know, young on our journey, so um, it's not really for me to to preach um, with any uh, expertise. We've, um, you know, we're still learning every day, and we'll make any number of mistakes. But uh, um, I think that. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, the, the size of the prize um, yeah. is worth it in the sense that if you want to be a game which reflects um, a changing face of Australian, you know, people, mm. you've got to you know start a conversation, yeah. and you've got to do some things which are symbolic of your willingness to you know to open yourself up, to be inclusive, um, yeah. and to um, encourage people who might not have been traditional customers or participants mm. of your sport to um, to come in and, and try it. And uh, that's what this is about. And I think um, you know, I think we're seeing that a number of uh, of sports are, are seeing you know the opportunities with that, and mm-hmm. and um, and certainly you know at AFL level we're committed to it. Yeah, I mean this might be a little out of the out of the lanes from a question perspective, though. Going after one percent of the market is always like an entrepreneurial thing. If we get one percent of the market, <laughs> so there's definitely enough potential population to be interested in this. Though I'm. I'd suggest socio-culturally, China hasn't invested in a lot of second and third tier sporting infrastructure, such as soccer stadiums, football stadiums, yeah. cricket pitches. It's never really been up there. So and yeah. maybe that's changing because they've gone on a, an economic miracle, really, essentially, a humanitarian miracle, as I heard it earlier today. 40 years of transforming a billion people into the middle class is, is amazing. Yeah. I, think that, I think you just see that growing Chinese middle class. You're mm. seeing a greater appetite for in, you know, involvement in sport and health and fitness. And, you know, and, and it's my understanding that you know, the Chinese government is now investing in infrastructure to support that. Mm. Um, and, and from our point of view, that, that might not mean you know, lots of AFL ovals you know, throughout China, but it may well be that there's some intellectual property in how you develop sporting infrastructure here in Australia, which we can help to export yeah. um, to China um, to assist in that. You know, yeah. um, one of the great things about Australian rules football is we've, we've done some you know, terrific infrastructure developments which cater for elite top-end sport but also serve the community. Yeah. And if you can get that integration right, um, it's a terrific model. And uh, you know, it's perhaps something that um, you know that we can help the uh, you know the Chinese to develop uh, for their sporting needs in country. And you touched on AFL being an opportunity for Chinese brands to introduce themselves to Australia. Could you say a little about that? Yeah, look, certainly, you know, our game, it's the, it's the number one sport in Australia. It, you know, has enormous passion amongst people, um, uh, you know, great broadcast reach. You know, so there's been any number of companies over the journey that have used AFL as a means to introduce their new brand or to raise their profile, you know, to open up a new a market. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt with, um, you know, some great Chinese businesses coming into Australia mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, AFL is a great way to help them to to nationalise their brands yeah. in this market. And, uh, um, you know, we're, we're, we're really excited about some of the opportunities that, um, you know, that are on the horizon in that regard. And can you touch on your relationship with Monash University? Yeah, look, we've um, we've had a, a partnership with Monash University around you know our sports performance um, for a little while now, and um, the, this you know our journey into China has allowed us to take that partnership into a completely new domain, um, both here and overseas. Um, you know, with the engagement of you know, Monash University, got such an extensive alumni. Up in China, and and you know this game provides an opportunity for them to engage that alumni in a different way than they have in the past. 
but also, you know, back here in Melbourne, you've got 10,000 Chinese international students here in Melbourne alone. Um, and uh, we've worked with Monash to give, you know, some of those students a taste of, of Australian rules football um, and in a way which, you know, is really inclusive. So we help them to understand and learn about the game. And, and uh, you know, we think that helps, helps with, you know, with their cultural, um, you know, introduction. Uh, into Australia, which will hopefully enrich their time here studying and, you know, potentially working in this country down the track. Yeah, the more people I interview, the more I hear the alumni network is the hidden gem that's out there because it is. I mean, there's so many Chinese that came to study here and so many who've studied here who go back home because it's, yeah. If there was one thing in the world you wanted people to know about the opportunity for sport with China, what would you tell them? Oh, I, I think I'd say um, we haven't even scratched the surface. Um, so, uh, you know, let's begin a conversation. Um, and uh, and see where that can take us because uh, you know St Kilda is a is a partner that's invested in this journey and uh, we think we've got a lot to offer um, you know like-minded organisations that are that are curious about what an engagement you know with with China you know with Chinese Australians um, can mean to grow their businesses mm-hmm. and uh, you know if you've got like-minded values and and, and a curious mind um, you know then we should put no boundaries on what can be achieved so it's an exciting time to be looking at do business, um, you know, in and around China. Wonderful. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you.